When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now I understand uh, we have the uh, eminent uh, judge on the line. Judge Richard Weinberg, 15 years with the uh, uh, general counsel, Speaker Peter Vallone, who was one common sense guy, and uh, then 15 years Supreme Court uh, justice. And now he's six years in of a 15-year sentence at Red Apple Group general counsel. <laughs> good morning. How are you, Curtis, Judge? Good morning, John. I'm, I'm good. Curtis, that was wonderful music. I was sitting here waiting to go on, but I was bopping myself. Yes. We're all from the same generation. We love that music, the, cousin, the old Cousin Brucey music. And that's what we listen to. Now, we were all upset the, the last few days, what's going on. And uh, Governor Patterson was on before, uh, and he gave us uh, his interpretation of what's going on. And, and, and you have, I don't know if you heard it or if you have... You're, what's going on in Albany with uh, uh, the state Senate shooting down uh, the governor? Well, I know, I, unfortunately, I know all about it, and I think it's absolutely, if I want to be gentle, I'd say it's regrettable. Uh, if I want to be accurate, I'd say it's absolutely reprehensible and awful what the state Senate Democrats are doing, led by Generis. What they're doing is they're attacking an independent judiciary. The Court of Appeals of New York has been one of the great courts in the country. For many years, its reputation even exceeded the quality of the United States Supreme Court. That's what you're talking about. Their job is to be an independent branch of government to decide on the constitutionality of laws. What Generis is doing, and he's leading the pack of Democrats, the Democratic Socialists are moving this, the working family parties, the unions, they're trying to make sure that whatever left-wing ideological legislation is passed by the state legislature, the Court of Appeals becomes a rubber stamp. Generis has particularly made an offensive statement, not only attacking the integrity and character of the former chief judge, John T. Fiori, but three other judges on the, on the court in his statement that he released yesterday. This is absolutely awful. The Bar Association should be attacking Generis, and Holman, who's the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, is going along with this program. If... Uh, the governor allows this to happen. She's totally weakened. She'll be a rubber stamp herself to the legislature in the years to come. The last saving grace to protect us against unconstitutional actions is the New York Court of Appeals, and Generis wants to fix this. This is court packing at its worst. Let me ask you a question because you worked many years for Peter Vallone Sr. Peter Vallone Sr. in Astoria mentored Generis. Generis, uh, came uh, made his bones politically uh, under the tutelage of Peter Vallone Sr. He was a moderate Democrat. What the hell happened to this guy? He's become the male and, version and, of and, AOC. And, and, and I have to say, I know Michael Gennaro well. He's a good person. He went to Harvard. He's a smart guy. I went to his wedding. And I'm disappointed in, in, in him aligning himself with AOC because he's one smart kid. Well... What he is is he's ruthlessly ambitious. So he may have been smart. And I know Generis from the very beginning, too. 
because as Peter Valone's general counsel, I would meet with Generis. I remember when he first ran for the assembly, and then he went on to the uh, then he went on to the state senate. Then he went on to the state senate. Uh, he's really the power in the state senate. That's every, everyone should understand that. He's the one who's pulling the, the pushes when he wanted to sabotage the Amazon deal, which cost uh, the city and a lot of good people twenty five thousand jobs in 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 Long Island City. He's the one who pushed that when he tried to. Uh, overturn the state constitution by having a, a gerrymandering of the legislative and congressional districts. He was the one who was pushing it, and it was set back by the Court of Appeals, rightfully, in a decision that was absolutely correct on the law. So Generis is fighting for power. So you may have known him once upon a time, as I knew him once upon a time, but he's nothing but an opportunist. He has no integrity on this, and I frankly believe the real ethical questions about the way he's conducted himself by personally attacking the judges, three sitting judges on the court in a statement yesterday. So this is awful. Did and, they and force John, that woman out, that, that, that judge? That, the, yes, I think. Janet DeFiori? Right. Because yeah, she, and it all came down to that lawsuit about having fair and square uh, assembly districts, right? And Senate districts. And congressional districts. And congressional districts. Yeah. And, I think the, the 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 panel did an excellent job in being fair and square, and and the left wing Democrats were upset. Of course, but let's let's put this in context that that you and, and Curtis and our listeners should understand. New York is in trouble. New York City is in trouble. New York State is in trouble. We have to understand that almost five hundred thousand people, as you pointed out, John, in the last two years have fled New York, and these are productive taxpaying people, the ones who provide jobs and services and keep uh, all the social programs funded. This is very, very important. It's a signal that people are walking with their feet, they're voting with their feet, they're fleeing the left-wing agenda of the Democratic Socialists, the Working Families Party, and people like Holman and Janaris. And, and, and sooner or later, the crap is going to hit the fan. Because if if the people of five hundred thousand people are moving out that are paying the taxes, and five hundred thousand migrants are moving in that are living off the rest of us, oh, sooner or later the crap is going to hit the fan. Of course, let me give you a couple of illustrations of why this is so important. If if we allow this political game to occur, to make the court of appeals a rubber stamp for left wing agenda, you could have pieces of legislation going up to the Court of Appeals, such as, should reparations be paid? And they'll rubber stamp, yes, reparations should be paid. Who's going to pay the reparations? Or if the local governments want to uh, allow non-citizens to vote, and right now it's barred by the Constitution, but if you have a rubber stamp Court of Appeals, they say, oh, yeah, the Constitution allows that. So the public policy implications of this and the real impact of everyday New Yorkers is I gotta get it, Judge, this. i got to get it off my chest. In 20 years... Venezuela, the richest country in South America, the richest country in South America, went from the richest country in South America to a socialist communist land, and all the middle class moved out. They took over there. Though they took over that country, and, and what, 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 what they're doing here, what they're, what doing, they're doing here, here in Albany. And what they're doing here in Washington, that's what they're trying to do to the United States of America. So I'm calling on all citizens, wake up. The roses are not smelling as well as they should be. 
And what do you think uh, will happen if Hoko either withdraws the nomination or it's or it's voted down? Now, you're the, you're, you're, you're the judge. You know the law. And Governor Patterson knows the law. This this guy that uh, the senator that's withholding, not allowing, not allowing the vote to go to the floor on this uh, Hispanic judge LaSalle. What say you? Oh, I think. Listen, he's already announced that they're not going to. He's saying they're going to have a a full and fair hearing. He's already announced that uh, what the result is going to be. So that's like saying, are your execution is scheduled for? So it's 6 a.m., uh, but we'll have your trial at 5 a.m. I mean, it's ridiculous. Now, there may be a device, and Governor Patterson, having been the lieutenant governor and minority of the Senate, would know this better than I, but there may be a device we had in the city council to have a motion or a petition of discharge to get it on the floor of the full Senate, regardless of what this committee does, which is controlled by the, by the Democrats. So if they can get it on the floor, everybody should see how these senators are voting. They want to duck the issue. But there are a lot of people who are afraid of the unions and the working families parties and the, uh, the socialists. Well, Get well, it on the floor for a vote. Judge Weinberg, this is a matter also of ethnic pride. I remember siding against you when your guy, Peter Malone, was running for Congress against my guy, Herman Badillo, and a guy called uh, Reverend Louis Giganti at that time from the South Bronx uh deal won, but it was a great race. And I spent a lot of time with Herman Badillo, who was denied an opportunity to run against Ed Koch in a Democratic primary in 1985. He probably would have lost, but he finally had his shot. And the four horsemen of Harlem stood in his way. That was uh, Patterson, that was Badillo, that was Rangel, and that was Percy Sutton. They said no. They chose uh, Denny Farrell. Nobody knew Denny Farrell. They thought he was Irish, right? Nobody knew him. And the guy was crashed and burned. And Herman said to me, Curtis, there will never be a statewide Latino in New York State or citywide. And I said, what are you talking about, Herman? He goes, Hispanics battle their own. We should have had a statewide uh, person at least running for office statewide or citywide. And if you notice, it is this day, we have no statewide, no citywide Hispanics. They're a quarter of the population. A quarter of the population. You would think this is like Sotomayor uh, being elevated to the United States Supreme Court. All the Latinos were dancing in the streets. One of our own, Sotomayor. LaSalle is an honorable man from Suffolk County. He's a great judge. He happens to be a Latino. Where are the Latinos out there speaking on his behalf? They should be ashamed of themselves. They have no huevos. They have no culions. Curtis, let me let me say this. You have you have a, a Latino on the Court of Appeals, Rivera. She was a professor at CUNY Law School, C University Law School, where I taught for many years. Uh, very nice lady. She got through the committee, the screening committee, which was one of the seven nominees. She was appointed. Both Democrats and Republicans supported her nomination. They were fair to her. Now, her politics, frankly, was not my politics. She was far left. I didn't think she had the legal experience, but she was uh, she was nominated and she was appointed, and we should all respect that uh, that decision. They're not being fair to Judge LaSalle, but more importantly, they're destroying the whole constitutional system 
of checks and balances. Right, but Judge and, Weinberg, remember when it looked like Tish James would run for governor? Everybody said, oh, we have to elevate Eric Gonzalez. He'll be the first Latino attorney general. They did the same with Freddie Ferrer years ago. He should run for state controller. I mean, Latinos have been their own worst enemy. They got to coalesce around this guy and say enough is enough. This man is an honorable man. He's deserved the position. And it'll show fellow Latinos and Latinas, yeah, you could serve in a statewide capacity in New York State and be on it. Yeah, Freddie Ferrer, by the way, is uh, is backing the nomination of uh, of Judge LaSalle. Well, they better they better have a press conference. They better have rallies. They better shout down this white Greek guy in Astoria, Generis, who obviously all the Latinos. It seems like they lost their manhood and womanhood. Okay, whatever you say, Generis. <laughs> I mean, it's disgraceful. Well, it really is disgraceful. It's it's bigger than I wouldn't characterize this as a racial. Fight. I understand your your concerns, but I would say people have to wake up because if the New York Court of Appeals is not an independent branch of government, if it's merely a rubber stamp for the crazy left that's destroying this city and this state, then this city and this state are on its way to becoming California. And California is in serious trouble economically and socially. And this is serious business. The future of this city and this state stand on this nomination. It's that important. And what is the governor doing behind the scenes to use whatever cloud or muscle she has on this? This, If she loses this, she's lost face. She's lost face. She's basically saying, State Senate, generics, you might as well be the governor. You're the shot caller, I, not me. Absolutely. absolutely. By the way, I don't know if she signed the pay increase bill. Yes, she, she, did. she did. She so did. She, so yeah. she's got no bullets left in her gun. Yeah, I would never have signed it. You, you, want, you know, she has to learn how to. David play Patterson would never signed it. Of course not. She never should have signed it. The point of the matter is, she does not know how to play hardball. And whatever you say about Janaris, even though he's an opportunist, even though he's ethical and questionable, the guy's a graduate of Harvard Law School. He should know better than to attack sitting judges on the Court of Appeals. That's reprehensible. And where's the bar associations and the editorial boards? And as Curtis says, the Latino groups. Where are they fighting this absolute outrage? This is politics as dirtiest, as ugliest, and the future of this state is at stake, and that's why I'm concerned. Well, Judge Weinberg, thanks for giving us edification on this process, what uh, has transpired, the history. I still say I was right in supporting Herman Badillo in 1970 for Congress against your guy, Peter Vallone Sr., and Reverend Louis Gigante. Well... Peter did all right. He became the Speaker of the Council. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Judge Weinberg, and have a great weekend and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, both. Be well. Thank Be well. you. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.